Hey everyone, it's JD. Before we get started, thank you for listening to the Dudes and Doxology podcast. As always, this podcast is brought to you by The Refinery, which is the young adult and college ministry of Ankeny Free Church. To learn more, go to ankenyfree.church. We also love it when you leave a five-star rating and subscribe and leave a comment for us or a review. We'd love to read those and see those about how this podcast is encouraging to you, helpful, maybe even challenging to you in your faith. And so without further ado, here is the Dudes and Doxology podcast. Thanks for listening. All right, everyone, welcome to the Dudes and Doxology podcast. Wait, this is what? It's the Dudes and Doxology podcast, which is technically, who is this strange voice that we hear? Yeah, what is that? Mm, It is not Hunter. I heard it again. (laughs) Hunter, what has happened to you since Christmas? (laughs) Uh, yeah, we'll get to that in a second, but, uh, man, it's just been, it's been a minute since we've been in the podcast studio. Our table has been taken. Um, shout out to Matthew and, uh, but we are here. It's 2024. Uh, it's, it's what been, what, probably eight, seven, eight weeks at least since we've recorded a podcast. We took a break for Christmas. You know, we all have families and we were just trying to be conscious of all that. And then, uh, we had impact the first weekend of of January, so it's good to be back. Glad to be recording another episode. Uh, before I go any further, I want to introduce who's with me. Um, as always, I'm uh, JD, and as uh, as always, to my left, you always have been to my left every time we recorded. Have, yes. You're always on my left, never on my right. Always no, left. But now I'm across from you. The illustrious Kyle Rude. I'm feeling illustrious today, JD. You always, you. you always look illustrious. <laughs> you always provide the perfect adjective for how I'm feeling. <laughs> Great I just, introduction. I just know. Uh, we're down, Hunter. We miss you, but we will we'll get you next time. But possibly sitting in his chair tonight, not not taking his place. But no, I was going to say no. This is just. You just know, happenstance McKe- that he's no, not here. No, our, our guest is in their own chair. Our guest. Yeah, Hunter's chair is right there. It's empty. It's dusty. Um, it's. <laughs> McKenna Eller, everyone. She's Ooh. here on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm let, so excited. It, let it be said, she is the first female on the Dudes and Doxology podcast. Honored. That Holly. is, I mean, uh, welcome, McKenna. Uh, and we'll get to why you're here uh, in just a little bit. Uh, she did not beg uh, to I be didn't. to be on it. She actually was waiting for us to she ask her. I was. I was. I was waiting. I was biding my time. <laughs> and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to jinx it. Fan of the show, she said. She said she's listened Super to a handful fan. of episodes. You know, wow. she said she's listened to all the Super episodes. Fan. Fangirl. Except wow. the one her husband's in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. True story. I don't really that's know like, why. That's like she's the best like, one. She's like, I hear enough of him. I don't need to hear another hour <laughs> of him talking. She's like, I've heard all those stories. No. That's what she said. No. Probably, uh, actually. Anyways, guys, it's so good to be back. Hey, our devotional for this episode um, is uh, talking about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I I preached a sermon on that this morning, so I thought I'd just use that devotional uh, for our this podcast episode. Hebrews 4, uh, verse 16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we, we, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And here's what we should um, seek for, and here's what I'll uh, encourage you to do. Uh, as you kneel at that at that throne of grace in Philippians three ten, Paul says in essence, 
I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, and I want to share in the fellowship of his sufferings. And Paul looked at the cross. He saw Jesus shedding his lifeblood for sinners. And Paul's heart said, this is the wealth I want. This is the suffering I trust. And um, I want to encourage you, uh, wherever you're at listening, whether you're in your car, in your office, at home, at the gym, whatever it is, Jesus should be your treasure. Jesus should be your the, the approval you seek for in life. And I'm challenging you. Will you believe that uh, truth um, um, in the in the mundane times of life, and then at the extremes of life, the, the great times, and then also the bad, and then to tie a bow on it from the text this morning, Proverbs three five and six. Will you trust in the Lord? With all your heart, not half-heartedly, wholeheartedly, you lean not on your own understanding, but you lean upon the Lord, acknowledge him in all ways, and know that he will make your paths straight. Just wanted to give you that word of encouragement and challenge um, this episode. Well, um, just in case you don't remember, uh, last time we recorded, again, a long time ago, we started up four or five part series. We'll see where the wind takes us mm-hmm. at least a four part series, possibly five on relationships. So last episode we talked about what Kyle singleness. singleness. You're so smart. Who'd we have in studio for that? The one and only Kyle Melcher. Yes. Talking nice. about awesome. Ta- shout out to Kyle Good Melcher. Word. Yeah. And uh, talked about singleness, and that was great. And uh, this episode, obviously, the progression of that is um, not marriage. You don't go from single to married. The next step is uh, there's there's some dating relationships that happen. Sometimes that happens. Well, yeah, surprise weddings. (laughs) You ever been to one of those? (laughs) Honestly, my favorite type of marriage. Surprise! It's like when you crash a wedding, but the reverse. Yes, 100%. Everyone's crashing that wedding. Um, Yeah, so we're talking about dating this episode. Dating, what to look for, how to date some different things. And we thought this would be a great time to bring in uh, a person who has a different perspective than us, a female McKenna. I'm here here for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, that's, and you're also much closer to the time when you dated than we are. True. Kaylee and I celebrate 10 years of marriage this year, Mm. which is bonkers. Kyle, what is it for you? Anniversary wise this year. Wow. 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 We just celebrated one year. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So much more close. (laughs) We, we, why, why are we clapping so much? Um, <laughs> Just for me. <laughs> right. um, yeah, so much more closer to the dating scene. When did you and Joe, so you just got, your one year anniversary was last month in December. Yes. Um, when did you and Joe get engaged? I can't remember. We got engaged the day after I graduated high school. So June May. Of oh, June, sorry. June of 22. That's right. Mm-hmm. June of 22. And then how long did you and Joe date? We dated for almost three years. Almost three years. So by the, the time we got married, it had been three years. The majority of so yeah, sophomore year on yes. essentially. That's that's super cool. So I think um, yeah, pretty much right when I got to Ankeny Free, that was when you and Joe kind of began the mm-hmm. courting, the dating, the yes. October of nineteen. Mm-hmm. That would have been around that wow. time. So yep. um, that was right about then. Yeah, that's super cool. I remember that. I remember he would run the slides. Uh, in the back during youth group and McKenna would just be, you know, just randomly always hanging around like that right side. Randomly, of the, right? Yeah. Randomly. No Ran- reason. On the right side of the sound booth, you, you, yep. you'd, you'd always be there. So that was always. I, I have to say to observe. it's, it's, I mean, it's hard. You know, you can never say, oh, I absolutely knew that those two people were going to get married before they actually yeah. start having a relationship. But I've never said that. 
I don't think anybody's ever said that, but I've known McKenna and Joe for a long time. Yeah. And I remember how long, 10 years. Oh gosh. Yeah. Probably 10 Since years. I was five. That's crazy. <laughs> so that's more than 10 years. But. Yeah. But I remember, I remember I was, I was Joe's small group leader in youth group and Kennedy Kennedy was was McKenna's small group leader. You know, I knew you were Joe's. I didn't know Kennedy was yours. That's really neat. Wow. So it's, I mean, it was almost like it was meant to be right. Your Mm. youth group leaders are married. I remember talking to Kennedy and her showing me her wedding dress before the wedding. It was at Winter Blessed. When wow. we were sitting in the like hotel room and she showed me the wedding I didn't dress. get to see it till the wedding day. I saw it. I was in like sixth grade, normal. best day of my life. That is normal. <laughs> so are you saying that someone in my community group is going to end up marrying someone from Kaylee's community group in youth group? Hmm. That'd be interesting to see. All right. No, we're no going to comment. We're gonna no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for those eighth grade girls. Uh, <laughs> whoever's the lucky one. Anyways, uh, we're talking about dating and uh we're so so glad to have mckenna here so mckenna you've jotted down some notes kyle and i we have not seen these and uh these are five tips on dating did i say that correctly five just here's what dating should look like five truths about what dating should look like um and so mckenna i'd love for you to give us the first one and uh yeah kyle and i will jump in when whenever ready share some thoughts and and here we go really excited about this okay so I've written down five points and I could just read through all five and then we can just start at the first one or just do the first one. Yeah. I'm just going to read Just the do the first one. one. Okay. My first one is. And stop. these are, hold on. These are for both girls and guys. Yep. Yeah. Okay. These are for both girls and guys. Um, stop acting like you're married when you're not is my first point. Because I think a lot of times when um, people are entering into a long dating relationship, especially in my case, Um, We were 16 and 17 Mm -hmm. and we were just so anxious to be married that um, it can be a slippery slope acting like you're married when you're not because you're not, you're just dating. Um, And that's okay. Being content in that space and um, not pushing that limit. Yeah. I I had a couple notes down and and one of them was I wrote down is I think autonomy is really Mm -hmm. important to remember when you're dating because in scripture, we don't see examples of dating relationships. We, right. we have brothers and sisters in Christ, and then we have one flesh. Mm-hmm. You're, you are in a covenantal relationship called the marriage you know, union. Um, and so when you're dating, yeah, I mean, biblically, you're, you're brother and sister in Christ. Still. Right. You yeah. are not married. Don't uh, act like you are. Um, there's no middle ground given in scripture. Um, uh, you don't get certain privileges yet that right. come with marriage. You're still your own person and you're also still, uh, you know, depends on what age you are and what season of life you are, but you're still under the authority and kind of, you know, a wing of your parents. Yes. You know, if you're a teenager, um, you know, if you're, if you're a young lady, you're not called to submit to your boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like that's not a biblical command. He's not your husband yet. You're called to, you know, honor your father and mother in this season. That's mm-hmm. your relational commitment. Um, if you're a guy, you're not called to leave and cleave yet. Yes. You know what I mean? You're, you're still under the same category as your girlfriend. Wait, right. Kyle, you're laughing. What's up? L- leave and cleave. <laughs> you never heard that term? No. Like leave, leave your, your father and mother and cleave. Well, no, I, I, under, I understand it, but I just have never heard that before. <laughs> so disappointed in you man it's um, the romans road all no, over but again. i even wrote that down like <laughs> i even wrote that down um 
Because something that I got caught in was like, he's not leading me spiritually. It's not his job yet. It's not his job. Right. I should still, I'm still under the authority of my father. Right. And mm-hmm. he needs to respect my father. Yeah, just totally. As much. You are still your own person. Yeah. Um, like when you're dating, yeah, uh, you know, the other person's not going to give an account for you. Right. They're going to give account and how, you know, how they led you or, you know, vice versa, how they submitted to you and, and honored you and all that stuff. That that's not a thing. So autonomy is really important to mm-hmm. remember in the dating relationship. And I also think too, um, be really careful of the clinginess. Yes. Did you and Kennedy Kyle ever struggle with the clinginess? I'm sure that we did. I can't think of anything specifically, but we did have these particular friends in high school who like for a year, almost a school year, they were literally hanging out every single day. Yeah. And eventually they're acting like they're married. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then their parents, all four of them had to step in and say, Hey, you're not going to hang out with each other every single day. Yeah. Got to spend time with you, with us, without them, or just like other people, or other people. Yeah, right. Like, you have to have other friends. I think community is extremely important when you're dating because, I mean, obviously you like this person, you think they're cute, you're attracted to them, you want to learn more about their personality. Maybe you like some things you know they do, or th- you know how they how they handle certain situations. Um, but you should want to know what other godly people in your life think about this person. Absolutely. And and you should want to like bring this person along with you in other social settings and then gauge what the other people experienced mm-hmm. about this person. Like, Hey, what do you think about, you know, Sally? Did you like this about her or whatever she is? Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't act like you're married until you actually are right. You're your own person. Uh, you, you don't answer for them yet. You're not called to leave and cleave Kyle as a guy. You're just not, um, you're called to yourself and your relationship with relationship with your parents. Yeah. Um, my next point is just make your intentions clear. So, um, there's just this quote that floats along and I hear it everywhere, but clarity is kindness. And Mm. so, um, as a guy, if you're pursuing a girl, be clear about your intentions and not just, Oh, I like you. And as a girl, be clear that either you like them back or you're not interested. Right. Like I understand that it's awkward if you're not interested or it's awkward if you're worried about what they're going to think or whatever, but just be clear and have clarity and be clear about what your intentions are. Like I'm dating to find a potential spouse. I'm not dating just to have fun, you know? I wrote down clarity as one of my words too. Yeah. Um, um, I wrote down no, at least from my experience, no girl likes being asked from a guy she's possibly interested in uh, just to hang out. And I'm using right. air, air quotes on that. Like, is this you a, up? is this a date? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, is this a date? You know, are, yes. are you asking me out? Are you interested in me or are we, I mean, truly just quote unquote hanging out. Right. Um, define what's going on. I wrote down, what are your intentions? Yes. I think you said that. Like, what do you want? What do you intend? What you possibly see? Be super clear. And then it'll be clear, like what stage of life you're in. Right. Um, I mean, you kind of, you know, we have that Christian cliche, you know, it's almost a joke now about, you know, the, the, the guy that the Christian guy that likes the Christian girl and, 
and uh, but she only likes him as a brother in Christ. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like uh, you're, you're like a brother to me, a brother in Christ. And he's and like, then there's oh, the other extreme where it's, in the heart. God told me you're my wife. Yeah, like it's God like, told me we're whoa. gonna get married. Right, right, right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, so guys, here's the word for you: be super clear on your intentions with the young lady you're interested in. I mean, say that. I had a conversation. Not so long ago with two young men who were interested in two gals. And that was some of my advice is you need to be crystal clear right. about where you're at. You're not just, you know, broing it up. Like right. they're, they're not your chum. Like they're your sister in Christ. They deserve your respect and they yeah. deserve to know your intentions. And then young ladies, you need to not string guys along. Yes, for sure. Be clear and yeah. cut it off if it's. If it ain't going to happen, let them know. Right. And so they can get over it. Yep. And then move on. Yeah. I've been stuck in a relationship before where all we would tell people is it's complicated and it is the most exhausting thing. Did you ever put your Facebook status as it's complicated? Only as a joke. No, I was too young to have Facebook, but. McKenna's like, what's Facebook? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, is there that on TikTok? As we're over here remembering MySpace. (laughs) What's MySpace? Did you ever have a MySpace account? I didn't. My first one was Facebook. I know. I knew some people who did, who are about our age, who had MySpace. Yeah, I remember on Facebook your relationship status. Yeah, I was single, <laughs> dating. Uh, there was the, the I, don't, I don't know if it's still a thing now, but for a while it was you could say you're in an open relationship. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. Lots of questions there, obviously. But then the, one of the, you know, married, divorced, widowed, whatever. Um, but then one of them, one of the selections was it's complicated. Yeah. And I remember when Kaylee and I, we broke up. Uh, for a certain amount of time. And I, I think I remember going in, <laughs> in high school, going in and changing my relationship status Terrible. to it's complicated. And then, you know, it like gets posted to your feed yes. and, it, and people the people are asking about what happened, it. what's wrong, what's going on. It's yes. like, you know, you're just seeking attention. It's just, yes. you know, toxic, right? Not yeah. great. Be clear. Clarity is Im- important. Um, Do you guys think that when people don't make things clear in the beginning of a relationship, it can also open up that slippery slope that we mentioned that we kind of danced around with earlier about, you know, maybe that would introduce, um, you know, if you don't have the boundaries and the definition of the relationship, maybe it's easy to slip into sin. Do you think that could be for sure? I think slip into sin. And I think the the bigger potential is hurt feelings Mm -hmm. because if someone in the relationship is living under a certain pretense, but they haven't made that clear or the other person hasn't made clear like if they're, you know, open to this or if they're right. interested or not interested. Like you can go along and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second. These weren't dates. We truly were just mm-hmm. That's hanging hurtful. out friends. Like what are you talking about? You know, I've invested this much yeah. in, and then all of a sudden it's nothing. That's so harmful. Yeah, it is. It's not good. I, I, speaking of clarity – I remember the first time I really heard someone talk about the brother sister in Christ relationship. And it is so important. Like for guys, she is your sister in the Lord. She deserves honor, Mm -hmm. reverence, respect. You know, there are a lot of terms that young men like to use these days in reference to women that are just completely outlandish and you just hear them all the time. And I'm like, you hear them like, that's not how someone talks about their sister in the Lord. You know what I mean? Um, and then ladies, same thing. Like he's your brother in Christ. He deserves the same, you know, amount of respect, mm-hmm. honor, uh, care, kindness, um, and just that, f- you know, familial love, you know, to each other as brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. Um, my next one is foreplay is not in play. Oof. 
I was proud of that one. Did that, did, I think, is that a moment where we might say that escalated quickly? <laughs> Zero to a hundred. <laughs> JD's loving my jokes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in dating that many people, I'll wait. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm with you. I'm listening. <laughs> I think in dating that many people will try to find that line. Yeah. And some advice that I received was don't try to get as close to the line as possible. Stay as far from it as you can. I wonder who said that. That sounds, was it you? That sounds awfully, uh, that sounds, I don't sounds a lot like sounds a me. Was it you? Yeah, that was me. Okay. It's okay. It was good though. McKenna's it was good just for out us. here quoting me nonchalant. <laughs> Whoops. Super cash. <laughs> Awkward. No, that's hundred percent true. Yeah. I mean, if there was a cliff, the question is not how close I can get to it without falling off. Yes. The, the question is, man, how far can I stay away right. from this danger? Kyle. I mean, I mean, that's, that's like one of the way, one of the definitions of legalism. You know, you're right. just trying to play by the rules and see how close to the rule you can get. I remember I was given some really good advice um, by, uh, do you remember Pastor Larry McKenna? Yes. JD, was he here when- Never had a chance no. to meet Pastor Larry. So Great he guy. helped me a lot when I was struggling with some things. And one one piece of advice he gave me when I was asking him questions about that, you know, I was, I was a teenage boy trying to, you know, get close to the line mm-hmm. as, as we would say. And Every teenage boy wants that. Yeah. And, and he, his advice to me was yeah, if, if the word sex is in the thing that you're talking about, just don't, Leave it don't alone. even, what was the, I loved what you said. Foreplay is not it's in, not play. in yeah. play. I love that. Yeah. yeah like it's just not an option. No. It's not on the table when you're dating. And I think the, there's no, there's no like hard and fast line right. for, for like, you know, across the board. I mean, obviously, you know, there's the, you know, the furthest extent and we know that's completely off limits, but you know playing the reverse game, you know, well, you know, what about holding hands? Well, what about, you know, a little cuddle? What about, mm-hmm. you know, a peck on the cheek? What about a peck on, you know, you just playing, you, know, you just progressively go farther and farther down that road. Yeah. Where is the line of where you should be like, yep, need to stop. Um, uh, in the song of Solomon, um, uh, the writers talking in chapter two, he talks about how um, there are, uh, pleasures that cannot be satisfied uh, biblically outside the boundary of or the covenantal relationship of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and to me, that's what I, you know, when I'm counseling young men, I'm like, well, um, are you awakening these desires within you when you're with your girlfriend or when you with when you're with that lady? Because if you're awakening those desires, then you need to hit pause and stop. Yes, that's where the line is. Because the farther you go down that road, the more and more it'll be yes. get, it'll get harder to to hit pause and, and stop that. So if you're awakening those desires, it's stop, back up, Absolutely. turn around, and and you know this date or whatever is done. Um, I think setting up barriers um, are, are just you know naturally you know sa- safety checks are just naturally helpful. Double dating, accountability, super yeah, having accountability, uh, letting both your parents know where you're at. And when you plan on being home, if you're still in the house, mm-hmm. um, if, if you're not in the house and you're moved out, letting, you know, a good friend be like, hey, I'm, I just dropped, you know, we just got done with the date. I'm taking her home or, you know, just letting people know where you're at right. so you can be held accountable. So you're like, wait, where were you for the last hour? You know, were you just in the parking lot with mm-hmm. her? You know what I mean? Um, uh, all those things. I think having a good mentor in your life. I know your husband really benefited from that. He has a good, great relationship with his uh, mentor that genuinely helped him. 
uh, a lot in his high school career. Um, just having godly people in your life that can speak truth, yeah. that can question you, that can call you out on your uh, on your on your bullcrap, and um, and that and you can be honest with. Totally be honest with, and know yeah. man, know you're going to fail. Right. I, I mean, unless you're Amish, you know, you're not going to have a perfect track record. <laughs> even maybe if even if you're Amish, we have a I don't there's no Amish people listening to this. That doesn't make any sense. because well, they're Amish. I was just going to make the comment. There's an Amish mafia. So is there really? I mean, being Amish oh, doesn't be necessarily careful. mean anything. I'm just kidding. OK, well, hey, point proven. But I mean, anyways, like you're going to make mistakes in this in the realm of purity. Um, just know that um, as long as you confess those sins to the Lord and know that you can move forward. Uh, God is with you, and he wants to help you. Kyle, did you have something to say about this? I saw you typing oh, some stuff I, down or whatever. I was just going to read that verse that you were that you were mentioning, Sol- Song of Solomon. It's yeah, ver- verse 2-7. Uh, yeah. I adjure you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the gazelles or the does of the field, that you do not stir up or awaken love until it pleases. Yeah, yeah. and it can't biblically please until you're in the covenantal relationship right. of marriage. I mean, I, and I just wanted to say, too, you— you know, we it's it's hard to know. Like, should you hold hands? Should you kiss? Should right. you cuddle? Right. But um, you just have to use wisdom yeah. for that. I mean, is is something you're going to do? Is it going to awaken those feelings yes. of love and romance right. before yeah. it's time? Right. Um, those types of things should only be within marriage. And if you're going to be doing these things that are constantly getting you, you know, you're feeling romance. It's like okay. Right. You got you to gotta stop and you got to think, okay, should I be doing this? Right. And if you have to stop and think about <laughs> romantic feelings right. and, and you're not married, no. <laughs> right. you should just stop. Your yeah. body tells you. Know, you. There's, yeah, totally. It doesn't matter. I mean, you, you might get made fun of if you don't kiss your girlfriend in high school, but it's yeah. like, who cares? I remember right? getting made fun of when people found out, yeah. you know, Kayla and I hadn't been together. Yeah. Um, and people were like, well, what are you waiting for? Uh, I'm like, well, I'm trying to honor the Lord marriage. and honor her. Marriage you know what yeah. I mean? is what I'm waiting I'm for. hundred percent waiting till marriage. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. It was super hard. Um, I'm super thankful we, we did that. And um, yeah, foreplay is not in play. You need to watch it. Pretend like your grandma is around all the time yeah. and just however you'd act around her. It's probably how you should be acting. Well, and the Lord is always with you. That's Would 100% you do this true. if the Lord was in the room with you? And that's why I like double dating and just being around people is like good because like yeah. no one wants to make out like across the booth on a double date right. unless you're like a weirdo. You know what I mean? Like, kind of. What's the next one? <laughs> um, I'm unsure about this one. It's okay. Say it. But my just, next no one, one's you know it's just us. Yes, just edit it out if <laughs> it's, it's just bad. The, it's just, it's the just three us, us and everybody who listens. It's just the three of us. No one, no one's listening. <laughs> <Woo>! right? <laughs> um, okay, so my next one is realize you're not really committed, which I understand sounds bad. But in the sense of if there's something that is really off about your relationship, you're not stuck with that person. Hmm. You know, you don't have to figure it out. Whereas if you're married, the Mm -hmm. Bible says you do need to try to figure it out and you need to work through this and you need to honor this person and you are committed to this person. Um, But when you're just dating and it's not working, that doesn't mean that you have to be with them forever. Cause I think a common misconception mm-hmm. in the Christian world is you marry your first boyfriend right. or your first girlfriend, the fairy tale right. story. Right. Right. And that's just not true. Are you saying don't be afraid to break up? I suppose. Yeah. Um, I don't think that you should be, you know, I don't think you have to be perfect in your dating relationship. No, no one is. But, um, yeah, don't be afraid to cut it off or take a break if it's toxic or you're not, keeping the Lord at the center of your relationship and 
or if there's sin, you know? Yeah. You're like, going back to the first point. You're not married yet. So like right. if you need to take a break, do that. If you need to break up altogether and say, Hey, I don't know if we're going to get back together. We'll see what's in the cards in a couple months. Right. Um, do that. I mean, Kayla and I did that. I, I mean, I, people, people, people find this so unbelievable, but I actually, I'm the one who broke up with Kaylee. Really? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know that. I talk about it, you know, quite a bit, but, um, yeah, I'm the one who broke up with Kaylee. We had dated for, I don't know, eight months. It was probably really bad timing, but I broke up with her like the beginning of February. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like Valentine's day was, (laughs) I can't remember. Valentine's day was either just about to be here or like it had just, you know, come and gone. I can't, it it was around that time. And, um, I don't know. There was just some things in our relationship that I was like, this isn't great. And, uh, we were, I think juniors and, uh, you know, I was like, we just need to, I mean, I was like, I need to focus on some, 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 on some yeah. stuff. There's some things about, you know, her that I wasn't the biggest fan of at the time. And yeah, we took a break for like, you know, seven months, right. eight, no, maybe no, almost like almost 11 months. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was challenging. Yeah. It was hard. And, um, you know, obviously we ended up getting back together and it was good, but yeah, don't be afraid to take a break. A lot of that is guarding your heart too. Totally. You, I, you didn't mention it this morning, but you were leaning into it. Um, keep your heart of all vigilance for from it flow, the springs right. of life. And, um, another translation that's Proverbs four twenty three. Mm-hmm. Another translation is above all else, guard your mm-hmm. heart. And, um, I mean, even mostly for the girls, but even for the guys, like your heart needs to be the most heavily guarded. Um, and if a guy is not protecting your heart, or even if a girl is not pr- like protecting your heart, um, don't be afraid to cut it off. Because um, sometimes you need that to be able to focus more on the Lord and guard your heart. I feel like sometimes we're too scared of the drama. To, yeah. Like, like we don't want the drama, so we just keep on going through the bad dating mm-hmm. relationship. Um. You know, because people are like, what, what happened? Taking sides, awkward friend group situations. Right. Um, but it's okay if it's for the greater good, if it's for your own heart, if it's for the, the other person's heart, it's needed. Do you and Kennedy ever take a break for a time or break up for a time or whatever? Like maybe push, press pause for a week. Kayla and I did that several times no, through college. Yeah. We did that like once or twice, maybe three times through college. We're just like, hey, things aren't. It's, you know, it's rough. Like, let's just, let's just take a week. Maybe we're just too, you know, involved right now. And mm-hmm. let's try, you know, let's get back together next weekend after a week of classes and work and fresh heads. And yeah, those have always been really good. Those were always, um, helpful, helpful seasons. Cause you get clarity and you realize, man, I miss that person. Like I, right. like, I love them. Like Distance I don't, makes the heart grow fun. Totally, totally, totally. All right. Good. McKenna, what else? Um, uh, my last point is just date with purpose. Mm. Don't just date around and, um, do it for fun. And in the same breath, like what I said before, it doesn't have to work out the first time. That's not, not what I'm saying, but try, you know, try to date with the purpose of finding your husband or your wife, um, and wanting to get married to that person one day. It doesn't have to be set in stone. You don't have to meet somebody when you're 15 and be like, you're the one I'm marrying no matter what. <laughs> right. Um, cause that almost never happens. Almost it just never. ends in heartbreak. Um, but don't go into dating just thinking about, oh, it's okay if this, you know, doesn't work out. It's just fun. Cause if you're good at breaking up, you're going to be good at divorce. And I wow. really believe wow. that. Let that sink in. 
if you're constantly just cutting bait and running, mm-hmm. that might be an indication for your marriage right. relationship. And the divorce rate is like more than 50% now. Oh, yeah. Because of hookup culture. And oh, everything. yeah. Right. Because um, people are good at breaking up. They're good at cutting ties and they're good at just forgetting that person. And I feel like there's not a stigma with divorce as much as there used to be. For sure. No, nah, oh. I got divorced. Eh, well, it was whatever. Well, it is what it is. It used to be that um, even to legally get divorced, there had to be some kind of fault on one of the people. But nowadays mm. you don't have to have any nah, kind of fault. Right, it doesn't have to I don't like him anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He doesn't make me happy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if it'd be fair to say too, like if you're going to, if you're going into dating, your purpose in dating in general could be to look for a spouse, but you should never put that burden no. on a single individual person. Like right. you, I'm looking at you to maybe become my spouse. To fill someday. all these holes in me. And- Obviously that's the goal of, of dating is man, I'm looking for my spouse, but yeah, you never want to put that on someone. You're totally right, Kyle. I'll be like, we'll see if you're wifey material or husband material, right. you know, whatever it is. I remember, um, having a youth leader that made us write out a checklist of, um, what we wanted in a guy. Mm-hmm. And so every guy that would come our way, well, he doesn't check all the boxes, so he's not my husband. And nice. no, no guy will check and all the boxes. And no girl will check that all the boxes. That sounds like great advice. Don't expect perfection. That's my big thing. Don't be surprised when you find out the person you're dating is a sinner. Oh my goodness, yes. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with spouses. Don't be surprised when your spouse... Same thing with friends, parents, <laughs> anyone siblings. Reminds you they're a sinner. Yeah, I knew someone, a guy who had a checklist and um, every girl I feel like he ran across, if that girl did not, you know, if she did not fill every box, then he's like, oh, she's not the one for me. Mm-hmm. And it's little things too. And it's just like unrealistic expectations. Right. Like things on my list were like good cook, good at playing guitar. Yeah. Blonde hair. Joe is whatever. obviously all of those things. <laughs> he's a great Especially cook. The blonde hair. <laughs> Especially the blonde hair. And guitar. Yeah, is yeah. he a good cook? I didn't know that. He is a good cook. That's fantastic. He cannot play the guitar. Though. Yeah, to save his life. Though. He can no. play. I taught him like three chords the other day. I'm sure he doesn't remember. I'm sure he doesn't. I taught Sorry, him Joe. heart and soul chopsticks on the piano. Yeah. Um, just dun, 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 dun. It took him half an hour. Kennedy and Genuinely I learned how to play to that together. One. Like we could, we could yep. do heart and soul as a duet on a piano. Yeah, I would love to see that. We can. Well, we could that night. I don't know if we still could. I, I think wrote, he probably forgot it. I wrote down um, patience is a big deal when it comes to dating. Yeah. There yeah. should be no rush to rush into death do his yes. part. Um, and that honestly, I think McKenna, you hit on that before, but like there, I mean, that's what it is when it comes to marriage is divorce isn't an option. Mm-hmm. That's Kaylee and I's, it's been our motto. I mean, we celebrate 10 years of, um, I cannot believe we celebrate, I celebrate 10 years of dating to her. She's does she's that too, make she's too good yet? for me. I'm so old. Um, <laughs> but like divorce has never been a thing. You know what I mean? You don't like, even say it. It's not an option. And here, that's the truth. The, the first time you say it, like, wow, oh, we should get a divorce or I want to divorce you or, you know, mm-hmm. anything along those lines. Man, you just you swing open a door right. that you truly should never swing open. Right. Um, and that will always now be in the back of their mind. Well, that door will now always be in the house of the relationship. Right. Like, oh, this door was now created mm-hmm. and it could be walked through at any moment if one of us decides to, oh, we're just, you know, we're out. We're done. Right. Patience. Yeah. I mean, you could say that about any sin, too. Yeah. Um, it's not to say that people who all people who get divorced are living in sin, but you know what I mean? Like. It's just that slippery slope thing we were talking about again. Yeah, if you crack the door, it can then be swung right open. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, take the time to let the relationship grow. There's no <clears throat> rush. Um, wait and watch someone's character. Yes. And don't compare yourself to other relationships. Yeah, because you're not them. Right. Mm-hmm. This year, I have so many friends getting engaged. Mm. And I have a couple friends that aren't getting engaged. Mm. And they've just talked about the struggle of not yeah. rushing into that. Um, because everybody else is yeah, not that they're rushing into it, but everybody else is getting engaged. And so they feel left out. Right. And right. being patient in that, um, in that season that they're in, like, that's just not where the Lord wants them right now. Right. And that's okay. Be patient, you know? And everyone's life is different. Everyone, is, everyone's situation is different. It is what it is. I just remember something we talked about, uh, last episode on singleness with Kyle Melcher. What it was something Kyle said, um, be, the person, the person you want to be with is looking for, right? Right. You, it's, you don't want to just go into trying to start a dating relationship and expect somebody to change for you, but not, Mm -hmm. not put that burden on yourself to also change because it's like, you know, who are you? You're not the perfect, you know, spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. You're, you're not the perfect one. And so, um, the big thing that I would say is you need to, Um, you need to, you need to pray. I mean, you know, we can, we can think about all these, you know, best five best ways to become the perfect boyfriend or whatever, but none of it's going to matter if you're not doing it according to, to how God would give you wisdom to do it. Right. There's, there's not a specific set of rules in the Bible for how to date. Um, but we have the whole book of Proverbs, 31 chapters of how to be wise. Surely in there, there's at least one that you can use to try to model as a model for you. Yeah. I think graciousness is huge mm-hmm. when it comes to dating because if the person you want to date or have, you know, recently began dating or maybe you're still in a serious relationship with them but it's still dating, you need to understand that that person is a child. If they're a believer, they're a child of the king. And so you need to treat them with that in mind. Mm-hmm. Like they are not someone to be mistreated. They are a child of the king. They are part of the Lord's royal family. Yeah. Hopefully you are too. Um, and so you treat each other with that sort of just like ground level respect mm-hmm. and um, honor. Um, and um, I just, I'm just, just, just being gracious with each other. We've talked about it before, but like don't be surprised when they make a mistake or have a rough day or snap at you or, yeah. you know, uh, let you down. They will let you down. Mm-hmm. Like your boyfriend or girlfriend will let you down eventually if you date long enough. Um, but you need to understand that's part of it. And how do you respond to that? Um, your response to having your, you know, preferences not met, to be honest, speaks a lot about you. Like they're, it's not their job to fulfill you. And it's not your job to fulfill them. Don't let them put that pressure on you. Mm it's 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 your job to to place your hopes and your dreams on the lord and and let who he is fulfill the desires of your heart yeah um we talked about it this morning in the sermon i'm going to fail my children the lord will never fail them he will never let them down i love that 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 song that says that he'll never let us down um um yeah. So where are you putting your contentment? Because your emotions and your 
you know, happiness level or depression level. If it's in, if your hope is in your relationship to your boyfriend or girlfriend, then, then you're going to be extremely emotionally unstable Mm -hmm. because it will rise and fall with the level of your, you know, relational status and how great it is in your paradise or how bad it is in your paradise that day. Even the best person will mess you up. hundred (laughs) percent. So stop placing that weight on them and give that weight to Jesus and let him fulfill that because that's what he's there to do for you. Kyle, what's our doxology? Before we go, McKenna, thank you so much for joining us. This was a treat. Thank you so much for having me. This was was great. Great thoughts. Yes. Thank you, McKenna. All right. Our doxology for today, Ephesians 3, verses 17 to 19. May May Christ dwell in your hearts through faith that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. This is Kyle. This is McKenna. And I'm JD, and this is the Dudes in Doxology. We'll catch you next time.